0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another Tech Talk. In today's episode, we'll be going over uh, different types of filament, uh, the advantages and disadvantages of different types. Um, So yeah, um, just so you guys know, today will also be an audio-only episode. Um, My webcam gets here tomorrow, so I will have a webcam for our... Our Monday episode, so I apologize for that, but we'll be back up and running with the video side of things so anyone on YouTube um, uh, that'll be coming back pretty soon but anyways uh, let's get right into it Grayson
1: yeah so um, you know we're just going to start right off with what's the most common and if any of you have 3d printers um, you've most likely printed with this filament if you haven't I would be shocked um, PLA so yep. PLA is a uh, it's actually a petrol based excuse me sorry a petrol based plastic it's uh it's pretty easy to print it's definitely the easiest filament to print that i've come up against um it's pretty strong and it's really inexpensive so you print this material at about 190 to 210 degrees uh, celsius for your hot end and roughly 50 to 65 degrees celsius for your heated bed um it's just all around a really nice filament it costs 20 to 30 dollars a kilogram which is pretty low um, what are your experiences with it josh
0: yeah i mean it's really just what you're going to print most things with i mean it's good for most jobs uh, as long as it's not a flexible <clears throat> job you can probably print it in pla um it's 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 just like the general thing it's what you're going to be using for most jobs but it's also it's it's nothing like extraordinary you know it, it doesn't it doesn't hold up the best. It can it can break pretty easy, but it just depends on what you're using it for. I mean, if you're just printing, you know, household items, everyday items, then it, it'll be fine, but um, in my experience, I love it. It's cheap. It um, it print, prints great. It's just easy to use, so if, if I don't have to use anything else, I'll usually just print in PLA.
1: Yeah, likewise. Um, it's just, it's a really fun filament to use. It's kind of like, you know, for your car, it's kind of like using just Standard gasoline, right? You know, it's good. There's nothing really bad about it. It's inexpensive. You can go with something more expensive that might make your engine sound cooler or you know give you slightly better efficiency. But most of the time, you don't need it. Um, So now we're going to move on to ABS. Now ABS is uh, it's a stronger but more brittle filament. So it's actually very very similar to what Legos are made out of. So if you've ever held a Lego, um, that's basically what you're printing in. So it is a little bit more difficult to print, and we'll talk about that more. Um, because the air temperature needs to kind of be regulated, but prints at about 260 degrees Celsius and 110 or de- er, for the uh, hot end and 110 degrees Celsius for the hotbed. So not all hotbeds can do it, but most can.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's a little bit more expensive at 25 to $40 a kilogram. Yeah. Uh, most printers can print it when it comes to the hot end and extrusion system, because it's still a stiff filament. It's just the, uh, sometimes you need an enclosure
0: right so abs is really cool it's actually one of the filaments that i haven't uh printed with myself yet just because i haven't found a use for it in um, my prints but it's actually really cool um so abs is really awesome because it has a higher melting point than most of the other filaments Mm -hmm. you'll be printing um on your average printer nylon is about the same i think yeah 240 to 260 but um ABS is really great because it's often used for mechanical parts. Um, I saw this really great video where this guy was talking about uh, how how to uh, use your 3D printer in a i think the word was an efficient way right so a way that's not just printing your models or your fun things, which is great, but also how you can use it in a practical way. So this guy had like a, a broken blender for example um, and he printed the part to fix it the little the knob at the bottom with the teeth on it that make the the, the capsule spin or exu- the, excuse me, the blade inside of the capsule spin. Um, so he printed it in PLA, and he used it for probably about a minute, and he noticed that the Shire. PLA started melting, um, and that's because the friction between that, that piece and the bottom of the uh, the blender was heating it up so much that it was melting. So what he did is he resorted to ABS, and that part uh, it served him at least at the time of making the video for quite a few months. Um, and I'm sure it lasted him longer than that. So it has a lot of practical uses. Um, I will say, yes, technically you could print it without having an enclosure, but um, it, if you really want your prints to come out great, you either need a very controlled uh temperature environment or an enclosure for your printer because abs tends to warp um, under uh, uh right changes in <clears throat> the temperature. So, uh, In enclosure, I've seen some really great videos. It it, really what it is is a lot of work. Um, Unless you want to buy an expensive one, which I don't recommend, you can build your own out of uh, some plexiglass. If you if you want to go the nice route, you'll do plexiglass and um, PVC. I think I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you can also do like different sorts of interesting cardboard ones. But it it won't cost you very much. It's just pretty time consuming. but, like, my printer's in a closet, and the heat is pretty much always the same in there. So I probably wouldn't have very much issues. But if you have your printer in, like, a workshop or a garage uh, where it's going to get cold overnight, right, yeah. I would absolutely recommend uh, having an enclosure for it. But it's really, it's really fun. It's really cool. It's got a lot of very practical uses.
1: Yeah. Um, the only downside, really, aside from the enclosure, is that it's really brittle because it's so strong. So, um, you know... If you're using it in something that needs to be strong, there's probably a better filament, like really strong, That it's probably a better filament simply because under pressure, an ABS will shatter or snap as opposed to some, or some more flexible filaments mm-hmm. where it will deform but won't right. just completely break. But uh, we'll talk about that a little more when we get into uh, things like nylon and PETG. But um, next one up is TPU. Um, by the way, we're going to keep using the... Uh, the abbreviations for these because saying like the words are very long we'd add five minutes to the video just by saying the full word um <laughs> but it's a really nice filament it's it's a, it's a flexible filament but it's not super flexible it's kind of right in the middle i would say between pla and something like you know ninja flex um it does have give it can usually stretch about three times its length maximum. It's a little bit more difficult to print than PLA, but probably not as difficult to print as ABS in my experience. And it usually prints at anywhere from 215 to 230 degrees Celsius on the hot end to about 30 to 60 degrees Celsius on the extruder. And it's really not that expensive. It's only about $25 to $35 a kilogram, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, it's it's just an all-around great filament. I kind of think of it as the upgraded version of PLA. Uh, It can be a little bit more expensive than PLA. D- depending on the quality you get, but it, it's nice. Um, it, you know, it's a little bit harder to print in my experience, but, um, uh, I would say, I, I would say they're a little more reliable. If you have something, uh, like for example, I designed this clip and, um, it, 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 obviously, you know, clips use tension cause they, they pull and then they snap onto something. So, um, over time, a PLA clip could probably start to bend, bend and snap, but, uh, uh, PETG is really great about... Um, it's kind of like the midpoint, as Grayson was talking about. It's not like your flexible right. rubber-like TPU, but um, it, it's pretty awesome.
1: Right. Um, so next we've got PETG. PETG is kind of like PLA, but not really. It's a lot better. Um, it's stronger. It's a little bit more difficult to print, but it's not impossible. And then one really cool thing about PETG is that it's very transparent, so all the uh the prints that you come off regardless if they're meant to be transparent usually have kind of a glossy finish and then you can get clear filament and it looks like glass like it's awesome um but it prints at 210 to 230 degrees celsius on the hot end and 55 to 75 degrees celsius on the bed and it only costs 20 to 30 dollars a roll so it's just all around better than pla i would say it's a little bit more flexible it's not a flexible filament by any means, but you can bend it a little bit easier um, but it's also a lot stronger, so its sh- its breaking point is a lot less, right, and its right. deforming under pressure w- is a lot
0: less. Yeah. So, excuse me, I, I think I mixed up the names here in the last two, but uh, yeah. So, so PTG is also really great. Um, it's uh, it's. I mean, yeah, it could be a little bit more expensive than PLA, but it, it's really all around great. I kind of, I kind of think of it as just like. Um, those ones that you just kind of want to come out looking nice and that you're going to rely yeah. on for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, there's really not a lot to say about it. It's fairly easy to print. Um, there's a little bit more stringing, um, and right. it might be a little change in settings to get it down, but it's not like printing with something super flexible or super right. hot where it's like hours of work. It shouldn't take you, if you've got a decent hot and extruder setup, it shouldn't take you a very long time to yeah. get a decent print.
0: Yeah, off. as I was talking about earlier, uh, TPU can be kind of, in my experience, it's kind of a... a pain to get uh to get printing um, it can be. but uh ptg is uh kind of that midpoint the the biggest problem i find with PTG is that it's it's more goopy when it's uh melting so it can get stuck on the the nozzle so um I, I know it's this is one thing adhesive. that Grayson's always preaching to me about, but if you have, like, Nozzle X, for example, <laughs> it might be a little bit easier for you to print PTG. And for anyone who doesn't know, Nozzle X is just, um, I believe it's hardened steel, uh, something like that. It's made it's, by E3D It's something Online. by
1: E3D. It's just their, it's their, you know, the best possible nozzle Right. It's got, like,
0: anti-stick with technology but that's the biggest thing I've, I've had problems with it kind of taking the filament along with it because it gets stuck on the nozzle but if you if you have a good setup and you're tuned it, it's great all around honestly
1: yeah so next these are probably the two that we're about to mention are probably the most difficult to print um they're pretty difficult to get right but nylon um so nylon's a synthetic uh fiber almost it's a really it's extremely strong um, because it's flexible, it's um, it's almost impossible to rip. Like, if you've got a print, let's say you print uh, a handle, um, you know, you'll be able to, it's pretty strong, you'll, but you'll be able to deform it because it's flexible. And it's, you know, you could probably put all your strength into trying to rip that piece apart. And if it's printed right, it won't rip. It's very, very strong. Right. Um, it prints at about 240 to 260 degrees Celsius on the hot end and 70 to 100 degrees Celsius on the Uh, extruder and it usually costs 30 to 40 dollars a kilogram um the biggest problem with this stuff is like i said it's very difficult to print um you really need i would say a direct drive extruder you it's probably pretty difficult to print with a bowden extruder and you'd need a good one so you could probably you know if you've got a titan arrow i'm sure you could print nylon but it might take some tuning
0: yeah uh just like, just like I said, uh, PLA is kind of, or excuse me, uh, PTG is kind of like the upgraded version of PLA. Uh, while nylon and TPU have big differences, it, you could kind of think of it that way. Uh, TPU, yeah, kind of. TPU is pretty stretchy and it does its job, but in my experience, TPU is really easy to break. Um, so yeah. nylon's got that really cool feature, and the thing I like about nylon is it can come in some really interesting patterns and colors. Uh, That's true. So it, it's really. It's one of those ones that you probably want to have a particular use for, especially considering the price tag. 30 <laughs> to $40 a kilogram is not cheap, so yeah. um, it, it really just depends. It's maybe one of those things you'll want to try once in a while, or it may be one of those things that if you have a very particular use. But this isn't going to be something that you're printing in all the time.
1: Right. Um. So now NinjaFlex. <laughs> oh, gosh. NinjaFlex is like, yeah, NinjaFlex, it's awesome what you can do with it, but it is a pain to print. Um. So NinjaFlex is just about known as the most flexible filament on the market. It is very flexible. I think it's, it can go to 660% of what the original print area would be. So, for example, if you printed something that was one millimeter, you could stretch it to 660 percent that size, which is crazy. Um it is very difficult to print because of this. Um, you know, it's super flexible, so pulling it just stretches it a lot. Um, but you really have to tune a printer for this. You print at two hundred and twenty five to two hundred and thirty five degrees Celsius and you usually leave the bed at room temperature temperature. It's uh very expensive. It's forty to sixty dollars a kilogram. So this stuff is only for the projects that you Really need something flexible. That being said, there's some really cool stuff you can do with it. I've seen people make shoes out of it, like legitimate <laughs> shoes, that's and wear awesome. them. Yeah,
0: that's cool.
1: um, it's pretty cool. But uh, you know, it's very expensive and very difficult to print. You would definitely want to check if your printer can handle this because just a normal direct drive setup or just normal Bowden setup, even a direct drive setup, might not work.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's not a whole lot more to say about NinjaFlex. It's uh, is. Just super flexible. <laughs> um, so if you if you have a very particular reason, uh, then you're gonna have to have a pretty pretty good printer to be able to do this. Right.
1: Okay. So next we've got PC. Now PC is um, it's similar to PLA, but it's a lot stronger, um, and it still retains the pretty inexpensive price of PLA. So it's twenty to thirty bucks a kilogram. Uh, it is a little bit more uh, taxing to print. You need to have um, your hot end set to about two hundred fifty to two hundred seventy degrees Celsius. And about 80 degrees Celsius on the bed, which is pretty hot. But there's really not a lot to say. Um, It's kind of like PETG to PLA. I would definitely do some research on it. But it's got some really interesting properties, and it comes out really cool. Yeah. um, Next, we've got PVA. So PVA is a really weird filament. You wouldn't normally think of this, but it's a filament that dissolves under water. Um, and you're probably thinking, you know, Grayson, that doesn't make sense. Literally, there's water in the air. It's gonna just dissolve by itself. Um, <laughs> it's used as support filament. So if you have a dual extrusion system, what you can do is you can print this as your support, and then let's say you've got a super complicated design, um, you dunk the uh, the support and the or you dunk the whole print in water, and the PVA will melt off, leaving basically no support behind. Um, right. Which completely takes off the job of removing support. It is—it's uh, pretty easy to print when it comes to the um, the, the the heat. It's one hundred and sixty to one hundred and ninety degrees Celsius, and pretty much in any bed temp. But it's about eighty dollars a kilogram.
0: Yeah, um, expensive. So it's very to expensive. say the least. Yeah. But Um,
1: it's also really, really nice. So if you have the money, it's probably... Yeah,
0: it kind of, you know, in my mind, it gives you somewhat of the same capability that you might get in like a resin printer, for example, uh, because resin, you can print very complicated shapes and then not have to worry about your supports. So this allows you to have complicated shapes and not worry about breaking it. By snapping off the supports because you can just dunk it in water and it dissolves away and you have a really like complicated uh cool design uh that has yeah. no support issues which can be really awesome
1: yeah, no kidding. Um, so before we get into brands and some other advice when it comes to filament, we're going to talk about uh, a couple just random types of filament. There's These are mostly PLAs, just because PLA is very common. But there's um, you know these are kind of the exotic filaments. There's PLA that has wood shavings in it, so it looks wooden. There's PLA that has metal shavings in it, so it looks metal. Um, there's color-changing PLA, glow-in-the-dark PLA. Let's see, what other? There's carbon-fiber-looking PLA. There's silk PLA. Uh, what other PLAs are there, Josh, that are just kind of oh, cool to print?
0: goodness, there's some crazy ones. Uh, you can get these really interesting – so it's not clear, but it's like a glass PLA, so it's got like uh, like weird angles when you look at it. It reflects the light different. I mean, because PLA is so common, you can get it in some really interesting colors and um, forms, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But um, now we're going to talk about top brands, and this is very controversial Um Personally, I usually end up using Sunlu filament, Sunlu—I I don't know quite how you pronounce that. It's very economical, their PLA is about $23 for a kilogram. It's generally pretty good, it's not the highest quality, but it works um, and it looks nice. And they've got some really good colors, like they're, uh, they've got a black silk that I've printed with, and it is a gorgeous print color. I mean, it looks like metal, and it's its really easy to print with. It's the, That's the best filament I've ever printed with, was Sunlu silk black PLA. But uh, what brands do you prefer?
0: Yes. So, uh I've tried a good amount of brands of uh, uh all of them really. Uh well, when it comes to PLA, I'm I'm not into the super exotic filaments, but uh I would like to say in my experience, do not buy Overture filament. Um this filament is the biggest pain in the butt. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is for me. Um, I find that the layers come out thinner. It's like it melts thinner almost. I, I don't understand what it is because any other PLA comes out normal normal thickness. Um, it has a real hard time sticking to the bed. Sometimes it just would not stick to my print, and it doesn't matter. I've tried their PLA, I've tried their PETG, and I just can't get it to work, at least for me. So I would not recommend it. However, there are people that say it works just fine. Um, so uh, that's really up to you. Uh, Hatchbox is a really great brand. That's one of the more yeah. well-known ones. It's not like I mean it's not like luxury but it, it's reliable stuff it, it it's just great all around um it, it might be i think it's about 3 or 4 more dollars uh than other PLA A brands kilogram, and and they know they can kind of charge you that because of their brand um I've heard of Matter Hackers never used it but it's fine and it's I actually to be really really good. Yeah, I actually just got some Sunlu PETG in black so I'm going to try that and I'm hoping it'll be really well. A lot of people it's got a lot of really great reviews but um, biggest one I would say Hatchbox is always safe. You might pay paying a yep. little bit more and in my opinion do not buy Overture filament.
1: Yeah, Overture, it used to be a really great brand, and I've printed with it before, and I've never had, um, I hadn't had issues until Josh got the new batch, and I've tried it on my printer, it just would not stick. So I don't know if they changed something, but that's kind of weird. But um, that's just going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, I hope you found that informative or, you know, enjoyable to yeah, watch. Helpful. Yeah, helpful. Um, a couple things. Number one, obviously, as you can tell, uh, we changed our name, Tech Talk, Um but please subscribe to the channel. It really, really helps us out. Drop a like on the video, maybe a comment. Um, we'd love to answer your questions either in Discord or on uh, you know YouTube, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcast listeners. It's a little hard to ask questions on that uh, forum, so maybe you could either you know hop over to Discord server, or YouTube. But um, we might be doing a giveaway soon, but for that to happen, we're going to need to have some more people in the Discord server because we don't want to be picking, uh, you know, a small giveaway from two people. We want it to be like at least 20 or 30 people. So, you know, the more people we can get in the Discord server, the sooner that's going to happen. So please, please, please can't stress it's enough. The thing that helps us out most is to hop in the Discord server so we can chat with you, get some feedback. That always helps. But yeah. uh, for now, thanks for watching and enjoy another Tech Talk.